get this in if you want. True neutral. Hello. Hi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thanks for the warning. Yeah, big surprise for me. That was fun. Um, <laughs> big surprise for you. I'm the one that made the surprise. Yeah. How are you today, Derek? I'm doing all right. How are you today? I fucking scatterbrained, but I'm good. It yeah. feels manic. It's, uh, sometimes that's okay. Yeah, I think. Right. Sometimes that's okay. But, I don't know why I shot you the finger guns when I said that, but... I... I'll take finger guns any time of day. I'm <laughs> shooting them off all day. I expect a couple shots back. Just every now and then. You. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, how's your week? Went home sick. Uh, yeah. I wasn't gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no. It, okay. it did. It was a thing. But I slept a lot, and I'm better, so... <laughs> how's the rest of your week been? Um, oh, not bad. The, I think the being sick part was caused by, I, my heart condition was really bad the other day. Uh, yeah. And, and then, you know, the day or two after that happens, like, I'm all out of whack. Yeah. Like, my whole body's just fucked up for a little bit. That makes sense. So. It's an important part of your body. Yeah. I actually said that in the middle of the thing, because I was working, and my heart was hurting really bad, and I was like... I wish that the heart was one of those organs you could just, like, live without, you know, like, one of your kidneys, your gallbladder, your appendix, just, like, this part of me hurts, and I take it out, and then I'm better, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. That'd be rad. Right? <laughs> uh, you, you can get transplants now. Yeah, but that's, uh, I don't think I'm bad enough for, for transplants. It's I'm in that weird stage where, like... I'm too healthy for, like, disability and things like, like, assistance and things like that, but I'm too sick to, like, do what I should be able to do as a normal, healthy 30-year-old male, you know what I mean, like... Yeah. It's, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of caught in that weird... A liminal state. Gray area, yeah, a liminal state here, where it's, there's not a lot that I can do, except just kind of deal with it. So that's what I do. It's amazing how many of those there are here. Yeah, welcome to America. Capitalist America, where insurance costs more than your mortgage, probably. This is America. (laughs) This is America. (laughs) Ah, Gambino uh, for the win. (laughs) Uh, How about you? What have you been up to? Oh, fuck. I thought you were going to ask me that. Throwing it right back at you, buddy. No, no. I don't have a thought. (laughs) <laughs> what are thoughts? I never thought once. Um, no once in my life. No once and I never. That's what I say. <laughs> not fucking my jam, floor not my is problem. this. I never uh, paid for no floor in my life. <laughs> I'm drinking out of cups or something. I hope he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, you guys quote that all the time. And like, I just thought that guy, that was an old video. I hope that guy's like having a good time, you know, in life. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that video. That was always a it's a classic. Classic. Like uh, the end of the world, you know. <laughs> it's classic. Mm. All right, then take a nap. Zenfire the missiles. Take that ears. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. This is Earth round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, albino black sheep. I wonder if that website's still running. Oh, I don't know. Look it up, I guess. Yeah. I'm probably not gonna. Um, no, the my week's been on and off. Uh, uh, yeah, um, went and cleaned up my partner's grandmother's house. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, cool thing we got. We got some cool little furnitures out of that, which is, I mean. You know, really cool and uh, um, old stuff. A lot of cool old stuff. Yeah, like and the, my partner the war got a... stuff that we were looking at. Last yeah, time, and that yeah. was really, really neat to see like old pieces of history like that. Yeah, um, and a lot of the family just like didn't have room for it or didn't have a place for it, and it's just, just a shame. We tried to take as much as we could, and there's still so much that ended up in the dumpster, and it's just. Yeah, it sucks to see it happen, but well, I mean, yeah, like I said, we took what we could and. My partner got some things that were sentimental to her, and we got some things that were useful for the house, so hopefully mm-hmm. uh, Grandma can get some appreciation out of that. It is still up. Albino uh, black sheep lives oh. in some form. All right, yeah, okay. 
Um, this is on my phone, obviously, so it, right. the website might look different on 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 a computer. But uh, man, yeah, oh, they got mobile games specifically, which is interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, still up though. It lives. It lives. Um, shit, getting things uploaded to it as recently as up through april 2022 it looks like so <laughs> that's crazy all right um yeah um uh, otherwise it's just been just been getting through the week you know i'm working mm-hmm. my shifts are gonna change i'm gonna be a full-time uh early there's, morning body uh, sorry to, to cut you off here yeah, there's yeah. a thing in their featured section uh a little animated something that's just called draining the lizard on a dead gay wizard <laughs> um so it's exactly the same as it was in 2005 i i'm i want to click on this i would, i don't know if you should i don't know if i should either um i mean that's the place where i first saw solid fingers and then i found david first website check out solid fingers and david firth as a person oh it's, it's a five minute video jesus Never christ mind. <laughs> A title like that, what can take five minutes? It's five minutes and 55 seconds. Jesus Christ, that's six minutes. Yeah. That's effectively it's six by minutes. by a guy. Too much spare time animation. Okay. Yep. Yep. Sounds oh, like- it's a music video by Nuclear Bubble Rap, which is a great band name. I, I, <laughs> debatable. I'm going to be honest on that one. Debatable. <laughs> oh. There was a that that had twists and turns. There was that was that was weird. <laughs> All right, so I'm done with that rabbit hole. I put my phone down. Albino <laughs> <laughs> uh, black sheep still up, and it's weird. Yeah. Um. Now I just want to talk about solid fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, let's get some news off the top of out out off the top. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the new Pokemon trailer came out. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I made you watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you think? I thought that it looks um, interesting. Scarlet um, and Violet. I should yeah, Scarlet and Violet. Um, I. It, it looks like more Pokemon. I like the fact that they're going, they're sticking to like the more uh, Ar- Arceus type, of like the the uh, open world roaming and the free yeah. Pokemon ever like the Pokemon actually roaming the world and. The the 3D environments and things like that. Like, yeah. that seems really cool. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the, the designs on the legendary Pokemon, to be completely uh, honest. But I think they're cool. You should, you should you pick up your phone again and look up pictures <laughs> just, just at a standstill. Because you just watched the trailer and I just, like, then we just, yeah. Uh, you should look up the images and just actually look at them for a second. They're really cool. I think I'm getting Violet because I'm a blue boy, but... Uh, have been since 99 and uh uh i actually really like that legendary i think it looks really cool to me the it's very clear that it's past and future if you look at the designs for even like two seconds mm-hmm. um and uh, apparently their names mean past and future i haven't done any research on that myself i just watched like four or five different youtubers break down these trailer this trailer so yeah <laughs> but uh, uh yeah uh, one thing i haven't seen anybody point out is that it looks to me like the future one is in more of a meditative state whereas the past one looks like he is in an aggressive stance oh well, i mean in a little bit a you little see bit. what i'm saying a little bit yeah because because um, the hovering and the just like the, the way almost, his arms yeah. sit in the the yeah the pose or whatever yeah um uh, so it looks like meditative and aggressive and i'm gonna stand by the fact future. that that chest piece especially on the past one uh, for the scarlet it looks like a fucking tire <laughs> oh, wait let me, let me look at it, it looks like a tire and it looks more natural on the future one, but then the future one has rockets, so it's like, and that and that's what really gives me the idea that it is like almost like supposed to look like a tire. I I see what you're saying. Yeah, his shoulders are higher, so it does look weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
It also looks uncomfortable. It looks like his chin just kind of rests on it at all times. Yeah. It looks like he can't really look down in any capacity, which seems bad. Maybe it deflates. Maybe it's like a like a frog bubble. Maybe. And that's just like, a you know, their posturing stance. Mm-hmm. It also is interesting uh, to see he has uh, webbed fingers, webbed claws on his hands, which means he's most likely going to be swimming. So that's a good call. Well, he's a he's purportedly fighting dragon, whereas the other one is electric dragon. Okay, sure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Fighting dragon that makes sense too. Yeah, Uh, I mean. Most of the dragon Pokemon have been known to live in or around water. Yeah. So, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, fighting isn't weak to water. It's, it would be ground that would be weak to water, so, like... Yeah. yeah. Ground... Psych- uh, psychic. Rock is weak to water. Yeah. But... Yeah. So... So, it, it would make sense. Especially considering he's got all the blue markings that run through him as well. Which yeah. also feels to me very... Uh, water. Water-oriented. Where's the other guy? Once again, Rockets. He looks very much more like a robot. Yeah. He's even got, like, you see... The uh, eyes, yeah. Well, not the eyes, but the... He's got the, the clamps, like, the neck, the, the bolts. Oh, on yeah. The side by his yeah. jaw. And so... He's got, like, yeah... Oh, you can't see... Uh, yeah, his eyes aren't pixelated here, but he actually has, like, the... The, like... Oh, like, okay. Like, I cannot think of the... Uh, pixelated. He's got, yeah. like, pixelated eyes. Mm-hmm. He feels very much more like a uh, a robot. Yeah. Um. Whereas the, the one for Scarlet feels more like an actual animal. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be some level of time travel involved I mean, in this one. That they've been hinting towards that shit for years between Celebi and... Like Mew and even Rayquaza, and, and beyond that, in Arceus, we literally were dropped back to the past. Mm-hmm. We are a trainer from the future, dropped to the past, and we're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no major spoilers for Arceus, but there's there's all there's a lot of other trainers. Not a lot of other trainers, but there are others. There are others that were not from that time. So it's real interesting to think about how they're going to work in a time travel mechanic or mm-hmm. um, work time travel into the game at all. So, I mean, I imagine they do something kind of similar to uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. Like, that just makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah. It won't be exactly that. It'll be more Pokemon branded, obviously. Right. But it'll be a similar function to, to the Ocarina of Time. I imagine. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the, the professors are different. Yeah, yeah, two professors. Uh, I can't remember their names, but they're both hot, <laughs> which is fun. <laughs> I mean, they're they're professors. Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. Oh, the girl professor for Scarlet looks like she's actually in, like, caveman clothes under her lab coat. Hmm. Like, straight up torn like leather patched with bone like okay yeah and uh the pro the guy professor for violet looks like he's got like a tron suit on underneath his <laughs> thing underneath interesting his yeah so they're they are also representing the past and future element mm-hmm. like they're not being subtle about this at all yeah I just want to be clear, they're really not being subtle about the past and future thing, because people I've seen in multiple message boards be like, so I think that they're going to represent, I know this is weird, but past and future. And it's just like, yes, (laughs) yes it is. Look at the 50 other posts before you, and also look at the evidence. (laughs) It's very obvious. (laughs) Think of something else to say. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that makes me really tired just, just look at the other posts on there <laughs> just, just reply on the thread reply on the threads that are already there <laughs> pay attention to what's going on around you if like you I have, have an to tell original my thought you can post that yeah <laughs> yeah. if you look through all of the 
the the recent post and are like, well, my question's not up here, then post that question. Yeah. But if you see your question <laughs> up there, it's probably answered in some way or another in that thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rule of thumb for life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Don't yeah. be an idiot. <laughs> the only other thing that uh, I really want to talk about with this is that there's co-op somehow. Which will be interesting. In a, in a mainline Pokemon game, there's co-op. Now, uh, the only thing I can think of that slightly compares is like a, uh, The Legend of Zelda Four Swords. Mm-hmm. Four Swords Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. But that was not really this. Yeah, no. It was not at all But maybe this. there is going to be like a puzzle element that'll be like you could use co-op mode to like... Like, I don't think they're going to make it a necessity, obviously. Right. Like, and, that, and that was the problem with uh, Four Swords, is some, uh, you had to have four people to play it. Like, Yeah, you, I mean, you took the four. Yeah. You can play it alone, it's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> I know, because I had it and played it alone. <laughs> it's a, Yeah, it's just a pain in the ass. You can do it. They designed it so you could. But I imagine that... It'd be something like that, where there's, like, these puzzle elements that you would be easier, perhaps, with more than one person. Yeah. I assume there's going to be some things that would be blocked off if you don't have yeah. friends, like, legitimate, like... Special side quests and things. Yeah, like, just, like... Maybe areas you can't get to without a friend's help. Yeah, like, rare Pokemon, they're, like, specific, like, maybe, like, one old legendary or something you can't get without, like, all three friends with you or whatever, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I can see that. But... I I just think that's gonna be really interesting, and I can't wait to get my sprigatito. Yeah, <laughs> all that little fucking grass cat. So excited! All right, you got a story for us? Um, I do today. I I also have to say that I would actually pick the opposite one. I would be picking Scarlet, not Violet. That's fair. Um, that's fair. Actually, most people I've talked to have told me they would pick Scarlet. It just, yeah, I don't know why, but that's that's the one that calls to me. That's the one. I, I really, like, I'm already obviously drawn to the Violet because it's the blue version, and I, like I said, I'm blue since 99. And so that's an easy choice, but then seeing the legendaries, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, Violet. I'm glad Violet's got the cool one. <laughs> and everybody else is like, you're wrong. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited about my electric dragon. Right. I'm gonna capture the shit out of him unless they X and Y us and it's or uh, fucking black and white us and we get the opposite ones. Done it before. <laughs> story um, time. Story yeah, time. Story time. I do have a story today. Um, this is a story about camping stupid. Camping stupid. Camping stupid. Um, I was so uh, let's see. 17 or 18, maybe, something like that, me and a couple of my friends went uh, up to the camping spot up above Kamii, and uh, it's just, like, the camping ground up there, like, everyone goes up there, there's, like, it's an actual camping spot with, like, each little area's got, like, a flat spot for your fucking tents. It's got, like, a little picnic table. Yeah. There's a fire pit and, like, a little grill thing or whatever yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Classic like, camp spot. Yeah, it's a it's a camping site. Um, and we went out there, and we... It was, like, not quite the off-season for camping, but it was getting pretty close to, like, you know, fall or whatever, like... Mm. Almost time for, like, camping season to end and hunting season to start. Right. Um, and we were up there, and we took, I don't even remember, a, a bunch of tarantula. Oh, my little brother was there, too. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Ah, previous guest, Ian. <laughs> um, he, and so we went up there and we took two bottles of tarantula, one of each of the blue and the red. Um, and I think a bunch of beer, probably a bottle of rum or something, because I always had rum with me. Yo-ho-ho. Um, and we went up there, and when we got up there, like, it, 
was, like, trying to rain. Like, we we had managed, like, we built the fire and stuff. But it was, like, trying to rain a little bit. And so we were already kind of, like, just kind of chilling, hanging out or whatever, not really doing a whole lot. Right. And then uh, the rain kind of let up, and we all got fairly drunk. Um, the girl we had brought with, one of my friend's girlfriends at the time, mm-hmm. um, got very drunk. She got way too drunk. <laughs> Way too drunk. Very, very drunk. And uh, she decided at some point that she was going to go for a walk. Uh, and just kind of wandered off. You should not do that in the in forest. In the forest. Yeah. Um, and, and eventually, we, you know, we ended up finding her. And she had gone down. She was sitting by the creek or whatever. Oh, with her legs, like, half in the water. And she's just hanging out on the side of the... But, um... That's terrifying, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but unbeknownst to us, before we brought her out, or before she wandered off, or anything like that, is, um, she had just started her period that day. Right. And, um, she, she ended up bringing, a a pack of wolves back with her. Uh, oh. Um. What? Yeah, big Canadian greys. <laughs> like, big fucking wolves. Right? And it's dark at this point. Okay. And the fire's, like, starting to die down or whatever. And we, not her, but the rest of us, begin to realize <laughs> that we are circled, surrounded by a pack of wolves. That's terrifying. Um, and what? they're, like, That's terrifying. edging what? in, like, a little closer. They're, like, ringing in around us, and they're circling. And uh, one of my friends had brought... Uh, his shotgun with him, just in case something like this happens, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. you go out in the forest, you always make sure you take something in case, like, wolves or a cougar or something comes up. Like, yeah. Um, but all we had at the time was his... He had his shotgun, but it was a single-shot uh, 20-gauge. So it was, like, a, a little tiny shotgun. It, it's yeah. not like a big old 12-gauge, you know? Right. 20 yeah. gauges are... Like, twenty two. Yeah. They're a little bigger than a twenty two, yeah, but yeah. the shell's only, like, an inch or so, not even, like, three-quarters of an inch in diameter. Like, yeah. shells are pretty small. On top of that, it wasn't even like we had buckshot in them or anything. I'm pretty sure he had, like, two rock salt rounds and a birdshot round or something <laughs> like that. Like, you, you wouldn't even hurt people, really, with it. <laughs> Um, however... You definitely would, but yeah. I, well, I, I know the rock salt would not... The birdshot might kill a person if you're real fucking close to them, <laughs> but the rock salt's pretty much just like a home defense round. Like, the... It, it still hurts. It hurts, it goes in, but it's not gonna, like, kill you or anything. Uh, <laughs> it's just salt. Like, it cuts you open, and because it's salt, it also stings. It's still also the force of a bullet. You're just yeah. you're just ignoring that part, and it's quite a lot of force. It depends on how close you are, realistically. I know friends of mine that used to go out with 20-gauge shotguns and just birdshot and stand, like, across a field from each other and just, like, shoot up into the air, and it would just rain pellets down on the other side, and they try to, like, rain pellets down on the other person. Because it it doesn't hurt. It's not gonna... It's like being shot with a BB gun. It's not... Like a Red Rider. You know what I mean? Not like one of them pump-up ones or whatever, right. but, like, at that distance or whatever, it's kind of like just being shot with a Red Rider. It's not really gonna hurt you. Because I've also had BB gun wars with my friends a lot, and some of us used those pump-up ones... And we all always of that had, hurts and sucks. Why would you do any of that? There are safer alternatives. We lived in the fucking boonies in the forest. You know how fun it is to grab your friends and a bunch of BB guns. You go out into the middle of the forest and you fucking guerrilla warfare each other until you all are out of BBs. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's cool. It's fun. It does sound like <laughs> fun. <laughs> anyway, we we've been surrounded by these wolves. And they're circling in on us, and so my friend grabs his shotgun, and he's like, like, we, me and Ian and my other friend are like, we throw her in the car, and we're breaking down the tent, and we're grabbing up all this stuff, and we're just, we're not even putting the tent, like, in the bag or anything, we're breaking it down and shoving it in the fucking trunk, (laughs) like, our friend is, like, at our back with a shotgun, like, waving it around, like, just in case one, he's like... 
not trying to shoot because he only has like two or three shells and it's a single shot break action. So okay, after yeah. he shoots one, he's got to break it open and put another one in. Hup. Hup. So, <laughs> so he's really trying not to shoot them until like they kind of like get too close or whatever. And we're throwing everything in the car or whatever. And I'm not paying attention and because uh, I'm just grabbing shit, putting it in the car. I'm like, Ian, sit your ass in the car. Um, here. And, uh, so, on, all of a sudden, Joe and I are throwing stuff in the car, and from behind me, all I hear is, kaboom! And just, like, just the smallest little, and, like, one of them kind of runs off or whatever. And I think he fired a total of three, no, two, two shots. He, he fired two shots. And I believe he got one of them in, like, the the ass like in the flank yeah and then one of them he caught a little bit lower and like more like the lower part of its back leg mm. um he and the thing was though is like he would like after he shot the first one and like the bang scared them right and right. so the one that he hit in the flank like kind of ran off because it was like ow that fucking stung right um it did, i don't even think it broke skin though to be honest with you <laughs> and uh but then, like, so they, they backed up by, like, five feet, maybe, maybe, <laughs> and then they just, like, started circling and creeping back in again. Like, they didn't really scare them off. Like, we ended up just, like, having to, like, and then, like, yeah, right as we were, like, finally loading stuff in the car, and, like, I, we had the two in the back seat, and I got in the back seat, and uh, Joe went in the driver's seat, and DJ's going around the other side of the car, and right as he's going to get in his side, one of them starts coming up, so he fired off that, that second shot, right? Mm. Just so he could, like, have time to, like, and then put the gun down and get the fuck in the car. Right. <laughs> like, uh, and then we drove the fuck out of there. That's, because... that's fair. <laughs> that is a fair response to that entire situation. Because Canadian greys are, are big wolves. They're they're not like the little timber wolves that are native to Idaho. Right. Um, the Canadian greys were actually originally brought in from Canada because we had killed too many of the timber wolves that live in the area. And because timber wolves are like... A little bit bigger than a coyote. Like, they're like a coyote and a half, right. essentially. They're not very big. Um, and when we killed off too many of them and it was affecting the ecosystem, there were um, not enough wolves, and so there was now too many deer, and the deer were becoming extremely overpopulated. Right. And so to fix that, they brought in some Canadian greys. <laughs> but Canadian greys are like twice the size of a timber wolf <laughs> it's like a great dane but it's a wolf it's fucking but it's a big fucking dog right and they're mean <laughs> and so yeah there was i wouldn't say probably 15 between 15 and 20 in the pack something like that okay. it was a lot it was a lot of wolves and yeah yeah that was that's my adventure for for this week that I had, <laughs> fuck yeah, uh, yeah, no, that was that was a that was a time, that was yeah. a crazy time. That sounds nuts. I don't know how I'd respond in that situation. I'd probably run away. Yeah. We didn't. You don't run away because as soon as you try to get through, that's when they'll chase you. Well, yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, like I mean, like get in the car and go. Yeah, like I don't even know if I would have packed that much. Just come back for it. Nah, fuck that. We were taking our shit with us. We, 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 he had a gun, too, so we were like, you know, we can afford a, a few moments to gather up this shit and just, like, shove it in the car. Right. Because if anything charges, he does have a gun. Yeah. And if he hits it in the face, that is gonna fucking, like, scare it off. That's that's fair and true. Even if the noise doesn't really scare the rest of them, like, the, the one, they're gonna see the one that got hit in the face and be like, maybe we don't want to fuck with that. Because <laughs> like, yeah. they're not stupid, either. At all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason they hunt the way they do. Right. I mean, yeah, they're, they're intelligent creatures. Hey, if you're a lone wolf, you're an idiot. Yeah. Just want to clarify that. Um, I don't... I didn't, have, I didn't really think about a game. I don't know why. Because um, you were too intent on the Pokemans. I think I was too intent on the Pokemans. Um, but... Uh, you know, games are good. 
<laughs> no, no games at all. I I have never played a video game in my life. <laughs> How dare you? Actually, um, no. I was just listen. I was just thinking about uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, that's a good game. I didn't beat it. I I got a good portion of the way through it though. Yeah, that's that's um. They're they're making a new one. Yeah, yeah. That's what got me thinking about it because I was thinking about going back and replaying it just because uh, recently anyway. And then yeah, they announced another one. I was like. Mm. Mm. Right, and it's that they're bringing Cal back, which is nice. Yeah, that actor, I really like that actor. I can't remember his name, but he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also in Gotham, which is a good series. Interesting. I got. I I know that saying that that is a good series is enough to get hated on by some people. <laughs> but I, if you just view it as an alternate Batman timeline, it's really good. Okay. You just like don't view it as the mainline Batman Bruce Wayne that we know because gonna get mad about it <laughs> it's not how things happened in that history but in this one in this alternate universe this is how bruce wayne developed and it's interesting all right you know what i mean yeah yeah i'm all for alternate timelines mm-hmm. that's fine but yeah uh the other thing that got me excited about maybe playing through uh fallen order again is that uh they're releasing a bd1 lego oh nice like you know like full size mm-hmm. oh, I, I don't usually like the just things that aren't sets like things that aren't houses or ships or something mm-hmm. but uh yeah i'm i'm gonna get that one <laughs> i really like that because uh, bd1 is such a cute little robot assistant that's like number one top of the review for fallen order is bd1 is fucking awesome and i love all the colors you can get him and if you get like the the deluxe version or whatever you get a bunch of extra bonus colors oh that's cool yeah and uh, materials for your lightsaber, too. Oh, yeah. Bonus materials and bonus blades and stuff. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just stick with a green blade all the time. I've yeah. always had a green blade and green boy. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, BD-1's just a cool little robot. It, like, it feels like you actually have, like, a little conversational, like, friend, little buddy with you. Yeah. And, uh... The the combat is hard. Um, it it is. It's almost like a Souls game, but it's structured like a Souls game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Star Wars, and like it's a little bit easier because it needs to be a broader audience. Mm-hmm. But um, when people say Souls game to me, what I say is, oh, that's a game where I have to adjust the difficulty a lot of times throughout the story. <laughs> Because, like, legitimately, I I am a person who really, really likes games. If I was still in high school, I would definitely, like, make the time and just do this on hardcore mode. But, yeah. quite frankly, I ain't got time for that. Ain't no one got time for that. <laughs> I just don't have time for that. I am... I have a full-time job. I have a house to take care of. I've got a five-year-old. And sometimes, if the boss is too hard, I'm just gonna turn the difficulty down. Mm-hmm. Well, and on top of that, like, on top of all the other things you're doing, on our in our free time, we have multiple days where we have, like, like we do the podcast one day, we do D&D on one day, we do band practice on one day. Like, our free time is already pretty spoken for as well. Yeah, yeah, so actually getting the time to sit down and play, like, a story game is hard. Lately, I've just been grinding through Arceus, like, That's- trying to complete the Pokedex. I that's why I've kind of given up for a little bit until I find more free time on story driven games. And if I do pick up a game, I'm more likely than not just going to pick up Minecraft because I can do small incremental things in Minecraft and still feel like I accomplished something. Yeah, just dug <laughs> like, a little deeper this time, built yeah. a little higher. Yeah, something. Yeah, uh, you know, upgraded my house a little bit. Maybe I got the last few bookshelves made I needed for my fucking enchanting table. You yeah. know. Like, yeah. Like, I can do little things here and there in, like, an hour or so and be like, oh, cool, I accomplished a thing. Now I have to actually go do stuff again. Right. Whereas if you spend an hour in an RPG or in a very storyline-driven game, you're either going to feel very, like, you didn't get anything done that you wanted to get done. Right. Or you're stuck somewhere where there isn't a save spot for God knows how long. So you either lose all that progress you made or you just... Keep give up playing. whatever you were gonna do yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, I know that one. <laughs> That's a fun game to play. I miss the days when consoles would run forever and you could leave your Nintendo running for like a week straight because you didn't want to oh, lose your spot in Super Mario. Big <laughs> recommend, get a fucking Switch. <laughs> Literally, you can just press the sleep mode and it'll just, it does that. Uh, newer consoles do that, like the PlayStation 4 and stuff also has like the sleep mode that you yeah. can throw it into. But, you know, it, it's just like, it still, like, you... I remember just leaving the Nintendo on and turning my TV off and then coming back, like, you know, whenever later, and you just turn your TV back on, pick up the controller, go just right 8 back. to 12 hours later, and it's yeah. in the same spot. Old Catherine Grey 2 TVs, you start it up, and goes... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I played my, my, my Nintendo on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my Nintendo and my, my PlayStation when we had PlayStation. Yeah, and my GameCube started out on that. I got a new TV while I had a GameCube, but it started out on that one. I don't think I switched over to, like, LCD or anything like that until, like, the end of my, like, late teenage years. Like, I always had just, like, a shitty little box Oh, I I, I still had a box TV. It was just a slightly bigger box TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had, like, a 13-inch one, and then I got, like, a like a 27, I think, because uh-huh. my parents upgraded. My, so I got theirs. My first TV, I think, was like a 15-inch little box TV, mm. little cathode ray. And it was one of the ones that had, like, the the, the fake wood paneling for the yeah, outside yep. of it. I the same like, kind, yeah. It looked like a, the outside of a station wagon or whatever, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was old school. I had the exact same kind of one. <laughs> you know? Mine was just specifically 13 inches, I remember, because I thought that was cool. Right. Hmm. I think mine was a 15, I think. And my, my Nintendo Entertainment System and all the fun games that I got from my grandpa. Because that was a gift from my grandpa for when I was a kid. Like, oh, yeah. My first TV and my first game system. Oh, yeah. I, I had my TV, uh, but it was, you know, really limited. And uh, then we found that Nintendo at an auction because my mom liked to go to auctions. Yeah. And we got the... Nintendo Entertainment System, like three games, two controllers, all the cords and everything for like twenty bucks. Yeah, I think my grandpa gave me. I don't remember how many. I had. I know I had the combo Super Mario Bros. Duck Hunt combo. Yeah. I had Super Mario Bros. Three. Yeah. It didn't have two. It didn't have two, which is fine. Two yeah. was not a good game. Anymore. No, it was Doki Doki Panic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I had Joust. Which was oh. fucking great. I love Joust. Yeah, Joust is a classic. Um, I got uh, Double Dragon. Mm-hmm. I got... Um, oh, shit. What was it? Dragon Warrior. The first Dragon Warrior game, which was supposed... It was a weird thing, because it's not like a... It was... I don't know a lot of people that had it, and... It was a game that, like, supposedly was only going to be released in Japan or something like that. Um, it was just, like, an old-school RPG game. Right. But you, like, you fought slimes and stuff. It was the... It led into what is now the... Oh, God, the video games that are drawn by the same guy that draws Dragon Ball Z. Um, it's a... Dragon Ball Z... Ten, ten, no, is it no, Budokai? No, it's not. It's a... Uh, I don't remember how to say the other one that came out. Um, fighters? Is it Dragon Ball Fighters? No. It's not a Dragon Ball game, and that's the I don't thing. know the it's anything an RPG. else he draws. It's an RPG game that he draws. Um, is it Fire Emblem? The Legacy of Goku for the Game Boy Advance? <laughs> no, is, is that the one it's, you mean? It's No, it's Dragon something. Dragon, 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 dragon. I think, at least. Um, Ballsy. See, I waited for words in between. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's just Googling things now. I am. Well, I'm trying to figure something out real quick. Um... What game did I even say I was saying? Uh, we were talking about uh, Star Wars originally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fallen Order. Yeah. 
I just wanted to remember. Um, but no, I had this game, Dragon Warrior, for the Nintendo, and <laughs> there was, I, it got a sequel. It looks like apparently, um, <laughs> and uh, it yeah, designed by Akira Toriyama. Yeah, he is the, still the artist for even that game. Okay. Um, is it still Dragon Warrior? Uh, no, Dragon Quest. Is oh, Dragon what, Quest! That's what it turned into. Christ, how did you not remember Dragon Quest? Because, uh, words, Keenan. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, but no, it started off with the Dragon Warrior series, which apparently went up to four. Ooh. Um, Goodness. however, uh, they go up in price. The original Dragon Warrior is only, uh, $12 online. Dragon Warrior 2 is $75 online. Jesus. Dragon Warrior 4 is $250. Jeez. And these are all just games for the Nintendo, like the original NES. Right. Well, I I assume either the sequels got less produced, so more the copies are rarer, or uh, they are really good games. The first one was really fun. I liked it a lot. A lot, a lot, actually. Well, those are the two reasons for the prices being that high. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, usually, especially with old games like that, it's usually something, like, the production was just, they didn't make a lot of them. Or there was a glitch in the file, and, like, half of them just fucked up, mm-hmm. and there's just nothing they could do about it. Yeah. That shit happens. It's like trying to get your hands on a copy of Earthbound these days. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. No, seriously, Earthbound's ridiculous. So much money. Um, but no, yeah, and that was, I had a lot of fun games on the, on the old Nintendo. Hell yeah. Good shit. Yeah. But Star Wars. Star Wars, uh, yeah, uh, Fallen Order is just a, it's a really fun game, and yeah, like I said, the combat, the, like, we said the combat is Dark Soul-y, Dark souls but like, it is easier, so I'm not pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I tried a Dark Souls, I should go back and try a Dark Souls again, but last time I tried a Dark Souls, I just, I get it, I understand why it's a thing, but fuck off, I just don't have time for that, it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard, I don't have time to beat my head against the wall, just let me smack it a couple of times and pretend I'm good and move on, because I just... Give me a Nintendo game. Right. Because I just don't have time. I don't have time to get good, friends. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have time. The story, however, the story's really good for that. Yeah, game. I, I enjoyed really it. Like I said, I didn't beat it, but I, I really enjoyed up to the point that I got to in it. Yeah, and the whole thing is fun. Is you're between episodes three and four, and uh, you're an escaped Jedi just trying to hide, and you... Uh, accidentally use your force powers and expose yourself mm-hmm. and then you gotta go on the run another jedi find you and you gotta yeah it's a good it's yeah. a good it's a good it's a good fun it's a good star wars romp yeah and you get to play through it and you feel like a jedi mm-hmm. like you really do it's really good which it, is awesome in and of itself yeah they did a really good job doing it and like i said i really like the actor who's portraying the main character mm-hmm. so the force powers all feel very nice and fluid when you use them yeah and the the other thing is you don't get them like it feels like the progression of power is natural mm-hmm. like you just that's made me it's, it makes me interested for a second one because it's like at, at the beginning of a game you always have to start with a zero power set or whatever that way right. you can build as the game progresses and then, like, there's always fun ways of doing, like, the God of War games, they always found a way, a fun way that made sense to take Kratos' powers away from him that right. he had gained in the previous game or whatever. Right. But I don't know how they're necessarily going to do that in a Star Wars game, you know what I Did mean? Did they say that Cal was still going to be the main character? Yeah, it looks like he is. Yeah. Uh... Because, well, if he's still going to be the main character, then all they'd really have to do is, like give you some base set powers and then like just expand on those Mm -hmm. so like yeah sure you can like wall run off the bat and you can have the force push and force slow and all that right off the bat but you don't have like the extended version or like a special attack that goes with that force power or you know there's lots of like basically tack-ons Mm-hmm. They can do, and they could add new force powers. 
like he could just learn more about the force. It could be about exploring, you know, what the force is and understanding it as a whole and therefore developing new powers based on what you're learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Hang on, I just found a synopsis real fast. All right. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is the name of the second one. All right. Um, picks Apt. up five years after the events of Fallen Order. Okay. Cal must stay one step ahead of the Empire's constant pursuit as he continues to feel the weight of being one of the last remaining Jedi in the galaxy. That's um, it? This is a direct quote from the Star Wars website. It, it, but it's is a, that it? Um, it just says, uh, after that, it's, uh, uh, developed by a veteran team at Respawn Entertainment. Jedi Survivor will expand on iconic Star Wars stories, worlds, and characters, and thrilling combat first experienced in Fallen Order. It's being built for the current generation He's of gaming hardware... He's gonna meet Kenobi! ...to create... It's being built for the current generation of gaming hardware to create a deeper, more expansive Star Wars experience for players worldwide when the game launches in 2023. He's gonna meet Kenobi, he's gonna meet Mando, he's gonna meet everybody that you know and hate. And yeah, it's like the next step in his journey. Look at that nice screen grab right there. Isn't oh, that BD1. gorgeous? BD1, you look so good. And Cal also looks good, but BD1, uh, the reflection in his eyes. Oh, he's so hopeful. They survived. Yeah. I love BD1. I really like... they. Mm-hmm. I always have a fondness for droid characters but they really did a very good job with bd1 i he he feels like a buddy B, bd yeah <laughs> um I, yeah I, so i, I can i can say definitely we're following cal yeah definitely so um yeah my my guess is that yeah he's kind of he's gonna meet up with uh obi-wan at some point in time and this is Five years? You said five years? Five years after Fallen Order, yes. After Fallen Order. So, um, do you think you could look up exactly what your Fallen Order takes place? I'm going to do some hype, like, some theoretical. Like, yeah. like, like, uh, BBY. I need to know BBY years. <laughs> uh, Star Wars nerds. You know what I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody else? I really don't want to explain it to you because you are not going to care. Uh, according to Wikipedia, Fallen Order takes place five years after the Great Jedi Purge, which is dated to 19 BBY. Mm-hmm. So Fallen Order is in 14. 14. 14 BBY is the answer. Okay, and so uh, five years after that so is going to be... be nine. Nine BBY. So... Um, Luke Skywalker is still like twelve, thirteen at this time. Uh, no, like eleven, ten or eleven. So he's not going to be a huge component in the story, um, but unless there's a time jump, yeah, they could time jump to where Luke is powerful later, depending on how Cal survives if he survives, and what the timeline is for this game. But at this moment in the timeline, at 9 BBY, we're going to have Obi-Wan on Tatooine, fully adjusted, probably. He's gonna... This will probably be post-Kenobi series. Yeah. Oh, it will ha- I assume it would have to be. Um, depends on how long the Kenobi series goes, though, too. Yeah, that's fair. It's... Because, well, because Kenobi series takes place... Ten years after. Ten years after the purge, doesn't it? No, yeah, no, yeah. That, ten years that, after. That would make it nine BBY. So that would make it nine. Yeah. So it is possible because Kenobi is like out doing things at that point, right? Not on Tatooine. So you might. Are we gonna meet Cal in the Obi Wan series? Are we, we still gonna got meet... owls? We yeah. got episode owls. We got episodes left. Yeah, yeah, there's only three out right now. Yeah. If we meet Cal in the Obi-Wan series, bet Then he'll be in the game. Yeah, bet on that being a level. Oh my god, that would be such a... That would be such a smart thing for them to do. Like, such a smart crossover. Yeah, so he probably wouldn't meet Mando, because he's not around for another 25 years. 
Um, but he could meet Boba Fett. He could meet Boba Fett very easily as well. He, he could come and across because, actually plenty of bounty hunters. Yeah, because he's being hunted by the Empire. Like, that's what the game's about, is you jumping from planet to planet, oh, running from God. the Empire. If if our list of bosses in this game is just that lineup of bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back, I'll be so happy. <laughs> that would be pretty crazy. That would be no that would be disintegrations. good. Except that you you can't kill Boba Fett. No, but like you can because that his... doesn't make sense canonically. Well, no, but you can disable his jetpack and run away. Yeah, which is Cal's actually really good at running away. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of his thing. Yeah, that's what we've shown in throughout these games and throughout this his personal stories. He's very good at running away. So. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for those bounty hunters to actually be our boss levels, which would be fucking rad. That would be super cool. Oh, uh, that would make me so happy. Oh, and, and it would be before Greedo's dead, too. Mm-hmm. So you could go against Greedo as well. Maybe even Han at some point? Han is, uh, well, he's just a smuggler. Yeah. He'd do just about anything for money. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he would... Like, you could probably hitch a ride with him or something. He'd yeah. smuggle you somewhere. Yeah, I actually... I, I don't oh. know if he would bounty hunt. I don't think he would bounty hunt, but what if you used him... Like, what if he ends up being used as, like... This is terrible. It's terrible and gimmicky. Uh, okay. What if he gets used as a fast travel? Oh, He's no. pay money to Han, and he takes you from place to place. Oh, I could totally see that happening, though. <laughs> but, no, you have a ship in the first one. You probably still have your ship. I... They didn't mention the crew at all in that blurb, which worries me because I really like the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what about his, like, the, the girl that's training him? Where'd she go? I don't know. Yeah, no, that they didn't really say anything about it. They didn't that. say anything about it. Which, I, I think that's good, though. I think that gives us a nice little idea for us to hypothesize, to theorize about without giving away a lot of information about what's going to be in the game, which is good. I think that's how little teasers and blurbs should be. That's fair. I just... I just, uh, like, they should... I don't know what he... I don't even know what I'm looking for, honestly. You're just looking... You want more specifics is all you want. Yeah. You want to be reassured that your favorite people are there when that's never a, an assurance that they can give you especially with the way it sounds like the story is going. And can you imagine... I really want that can, ship to still be there. Was can really you cool imagine, design? though... No, I, I think it's probably going to be one of those things. Where you start the game, you're on the ship, you've got the people, the Empire, like, catches you, there's a big to-do, there's a big battle-type thing, you know? The ship gets destroyed, and you get separated from your crew and your people. Right? Right. And then that starts you on this on this jumping around planets, kind of trying to find your crew, see if they're still alive, acquire a new ship, maybe run into some faces that you know from other places. Yeah. Like, um, you you meet Han, you meet Obi Wan, you get chased by these bounty hunters that you've seen in past, like, and that would create past future of a nice romp that would allow you to journey through the Star Wars universe that feels like it fits the Star Wars universe, you know? Yeah. Let me go to the diner on Coruscant and meet Max. The thing is, is who... Who's the big bad? Who's... What's the end goal here? What's what's the... What's the... Like... Probably one of the... Probably one of the... The... Sisters or brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I... It would have to be, I guess. Uh, seven sisters still around, I'm pretty sure, for this timeline, so... Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably Seven Sisters. And if she's we're meeting Obi-Wan, then Third Sister might be part of it, too, because oh, she's a big part of the, yeah, yeah. Of the, the, the Kenobi series. Yeah, that's also... But they usually... They seem to have the the brothers and sisters out on kind of individual, like, go get that one escaped Jedi. Yeah. Well, so, and minor spoilers for, like, the first episode of Kenobi, but, like third sister is like obsessed with finding him like that is her goal or whatever and the grand inquisitor that is like with her is like keeps telling her to like forget kenobi 
you're not gonna find him let it be like right all these things so like that's a very it was an interesting juxtaposition for me considering that i already had known that about like the 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 sisters and brothers right and so for him to be like telling her to like leave it alone like right. you don't need to bother yourself with kenobi like <laughs> that that feels weird well it i mean the grand inquisitor is not only really powerful he's very knowledgeable uh if uh he doesn't he probably knows that the third sister's literally not up to the challenge first mm-hmm. of all and second of all he knows that like probably where kenobi is and why he's not going after him right now yeah like it, the grand inquisitor is inquisitive yeah <laughs> <laughs> he he wouldn't say leave something alone unless he knew why you were not leaving it alone. Which is fair. I, I get that. There's some people, like... Some people, they tell you, don't do this, and you're like, alright, I'm gonna fucking go do that. Yeah, right. But um, some people, when they say don't do this, it's really the right thing to not go do that. Yeah. <laughs> because they are smart and have considered all your options way more than you have, and you should probably just listen sometimes. That's fair. Like, sure. if, if Thrawn says anything to you ever, you listen. <laughs> so I think that's pretty good theorizing, though, about uh, about that, the second one. I think it'd be interesting to see how close, how close to the, on the money we are. And especially as new things come out. Like, that's just the first little blurb. As we get more trailers and things, yeah. we're going to learn more. Yeah, that'll be fun. We'll have to come back to that Uh I want to see. Yeah, I want to come back and see how close I was to being right. <laughs> yeah, because this is like, yeah, the the first one's really fun, and like I said, I think I'm gonna play through it again. Uh, been really stuck on Pokemon lately. Don't know if you guys noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly haven't. <laughs> but I'm gonna try and pop on out of that with some realism and fighting and sci-fi bullshit star wars that's when i think realism i think star wars look when i think gritty realism in sci-fi <coughs> yeah mm. blade runner blade runner absolutely you know how much i love that fucking <laughs> film also harrison ford and also harrison different ford. sci-fi mm. i feel like I, as compared to star wars i feel like gritty realism is definitely more blade runner absolutely that's true but like what I, what i guess what i didn't mean like i guess i didn't mean gritty i just meant realism because everything in every star wars movie at least in the the first three mm-hmm. feel really lived in you go to that that planet, the base on Hoth. Mm-hmm. Oh man, feels like people have really been trying to make those wires work the best they can. They got them oddly stapled to the walls. They're like trying their best to just live in this fucking environment and do what they have to do. And it really feels like they're doing that. Yeah, like you feel like those people are going to sleep there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And. You just, you step into any environment from any of the first three Star Wars movies, and it feels like that. It feels like there's there's beds here. There's a bathroom around the corner. Mm-hmm. Like Dagobah was always one of my favorite settings. Yeah, I love Dagobah. It's so cool. Like it's just a big swamp planet. It feels like a big swamp planet. It yeah. always <laughs> just like it embodied that so well. Like, yeah, it really feels it feels gross. It feels like I wouldn't want to walk around there. It's all. Foggy and soupy. Yeah. Trees are all hunched and weird and droopy and. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Yeah. Imagine the second you get out of your ship there, you're just sweating. Sweating. Oh, the smell. The smell that has to be coming from like all the foliage and the all the humidity in the air. Yeah. Just like yeah, the constant rot that's feeding the constant everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then it got to imagine the rich amount of life that you would find there too, because of all that. Like that's uh, canonically why Yoda goes there, is because the amount of life on Dagobah encourages the amount of force that he can feel. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. the force is motivated by living things. Yeah, and that is an entire planet that is basically they alive. all aged and died so fast after everything happened <laughs> yeah. in the span of Luke's life, like. Like, Obi-Wan gets old real quick. 
all of a sudden Yoda's dying. Like, oh, okay, so to be fair, I like to be I, fair. I, I've thought about this a lot, way too much, and this this is taking up our hypothetically. By the way, this <laughs> Star Wars theorizing is doing that. This is all hypothetically, but uh, yeah. So Yoda has to live alone for. 35 years, I think. Mm -hmm. And in that time, it's very, like, because the whole time before that, he was at the Jedi Temple. Not only was he fully able to do training whenever he needed to, he was constantly training, constantly keeping his mind active, keeping his body active, like, constantly engaging with the Force and keeping others engaged with the Force Mm -hmm. in a way that fulfilled him as a person or as a whatever. Holy shit, that was a huge flash of lightning outside. Goody. That's so sick. Okay. Sorry, that really distracted me. That was so cool. Um, And Thunder. Yeah, and Yoda's species has never been named to this day. Grogu and Yoda's species Mm -hmm. to this day not been named. Um, that's why we called it Baby Yoda for so long. Right? Uh, well, there's also Yaddle. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can't forget about Yaddle. <laughs> I do, so often. Everyone does. Poor Yaddle. <laughs> she was a badass. She existed for one film. No, but there's, like, deeper lore to her character as well, and I'm she's sure a fucking badass. Oh, God. I, yeah, I, I know nothing about Yaddle. I know that they made a girl Yoda and thought that was funny. Yaddle now has deeper lore, and she canonically is a fucking badass. So does Shaggy. <laughs> so? <laughs> What's your point, man? What's your point? Star Wars is nonsense, and they literally put that I in there to have a girl Yoda. So? That's funny. But now she's a kick-ass motherfucker. Well, I mean, she dead. She dead. <laughs> now, like, she got cool history and lore and shit, and I like that. Yeah, that's fair. I, I like that for her. Yeah, that that, that that is good. It is good. But overall, uh, yeah, so it it could be that just having to rest and just basically only meditate in that swamp for 35 years just, like, took a toll. Yeah. And uh, Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan, like, yeah, like, once again, like, 30 years under two suns when you have been constantly traveling between multiple planets your entire life and never really under any constant amount of harsh sunlight. Like, you grew up in Coruscant mm-hmm. under the Jedi Temple's roof. You were not exposed to harsh sunlight at any point in time. It absolutely makes sense that you, uh, Obi-Wan's skin would age that much after 30 years of two suns after no suns. And bleach his hair all in white? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. I, so I don't know. Not only How old that, does that make him? How old? Uh, so, Obi-Wan, I'm not sure canonically how old he is in Revenge of the Sith, but theoretically he'd be about 35. at the. So that puts him, by the time... Another 30 years after that. A that New puts, Hope starts another 30... Oh, that's only about 18 years, actually. 18, 19 years. So it'd be about 48. Yeah. 48-year-olds don't look like that. Steve Martin's had gray hair since he was 25. That was an old-ass man! <laughs> you cannot tell me! How old was Alec Guinness when they first filmed it? That's We're gonna... We've already gone so fucking... We've gone... <laughs> We're too deep, deep now. Yeah. Let's let's know. Let's know. Let's know. Um, Sir Alleginus, excuse me. He was born in nineteen fourteen. So in seventy, he would have been fifty. A New Hope came out in seventy seven. Yeah, so it would have been fifty three, fifty two at the time of filming. How old is Ewan McGregor right now? Google, Google, Google. Hey, Google. Shush. Stop that. (laughs) Uh, Ewan McGregor is 51 right now. So they're about the same age, actually. They're about the same age. But Ewan McGregor, no white hair. 
No, but Alec Guinness looked like that at the same age as Ewan McGregor is now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying people look like shit 50 years ago. What the hell? I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Canonically, it's just weird. It's weird that, at, at least weird that Obi-Wan aged that much. If I, you can, if you can explain away... If you can explain away fucking Yoda by just not training and stuff. I mean, I guess, theoretically, neither was Obi-Wan. Yeah, he was hermiting. He mm-hmm. couldn't train. And and also right now, Kenobi is only ten years into his, his hiding or whatever. Oh, he's gonna have to save Luke at least once in this series. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the hook or whatever the first episode is Leia little tiny Leia gets kidnapped oh and he has to go save her uh fantastic that's real good I can't wait to watch that it's it's good I only saw the first episode real good hooked me instantly it was like falling right back into uh old Star Wars it was amazing they they had um they had a book in the I think it was one of the big decade anniversaries, they came out with a book that was um, A New Hope, but it was told from all different sides. Mm-hmm. So it was like the story from like the Red R2 unit that almost got picked instead of C3 or instead of R2D2. Mm-hmm. And like just like weird angles of the first story, but in chronological order throughout. Yeah. So you get like an Imperial officer's perspective here and like. Yeah, it's real weird. It's real good. It seems interesting. I like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, from a certain point of view. That's what it was called. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look into that. That was super interesting, and it had a lot of cool, weird little canon stuff in it. Right. Yeah. But... Yeah, anyway, uh, I suppose that's probably... Yeah, we've done a, a lot of theorizing, a lot of Star Wars talk for once, instead yeah. of a lot of Pokemon talk. Yeah, I, I do love some Star Wars. I grew up on it, and, like, I'm we've done it before, and we'll do it again. The Rise of Skywalker fucking blows, and I'm, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. The Last Jedi kicks ass at me. At me about that. I will mm. talk to you about why The Last Jedi is good. <laughs> I will tell you exactly what the reason is for every moment in The Last Jedi being good. There's mm-hmm. not... Okay. There are some moments that are still bad. It's still a movie. It's still a multinational film franchise that has to you know, accommodate to some people every now and then, and sometimes those decisions, those decisions end up bad. Yeah. But, overall, the movie is really fucking good. It was one of the best films Star Wars has ever produced, and they fucked it all up with Rise of Skywalker, and I will, I will talk to anybody all day about that, unless you start getting weird and insulty. <laughs> this is a movie franchise, people. Come on. Right. Uh, uh, anyway, you can find us uh, at trueneutral.com at Oh, no, no, none of that was right. We don't have a website. <laughs> Why are you lying to people, man? <laughs> I think you can go to trueneutral.com and it'll take us take you to our ACAST site. Oh, that's interesting. Um, but if you go to... Uh, trueneutralpod? At gmail.com. At gmail.com. That's our email. <laughs> Get a hold of us. Uh, seriously, whatever. I'll just chat with you if you want i don't even have to talk about it on the podcast they just, mm-hmm. just send me an email right uh, uh you can get a hold of us on twitter you can get a hold of Derek. At, um i'm at mr dab himself on the tweeters and uh we are at true neutral pod on the twitters and search for true neutral podcast on facebook and uh yes. My my personal Twitter is at True Neutral Pod. Yeah, so find me there. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> and uh, fuck, uh, may the force be with you. Bye bye. Bye.